Welcome to Isolation Conversations with Ben and Jen. Putting the Q&A in quarantine. I feel like this is the happiest I've been in a long time. And it might be because we just had some really fun like pre-pod chatter. Um, But I hope that this is a delightful episode because this is a delightful person we're interviewing. And it's my very good friend and fellow Land Mermaid, Meredith Fallon! Yay! Yay! Hey, you guys. (laughs) Thanks so much for having me. Uh, I'm excited to chat with you guys. So, Meredith, for those who are unacquainted, uh, what uh, what is your deal? Who are you? Tell us all about you, especially in a pre-quarantine sense. Cool. Um, well, yeah, I'm Meredith. I um, live in the Triangle area of North Carolina. Uh, I Before the whole quarantine thing, uh, I was doing some improv with Jen. That's how I know Jen and Ben both, actually. Yeah. And what else? You know, working, um, doing a lot of things that I'm still doing now, like gardening, taking care of my dog. Um, And pre-quarantine, I also, a few months before this whole thing went down, uh, had my first child. Oh, he is the most handsome boy. Oh, thank you. (laughs) He is. uh, I We keep telling her, like, we always want baby pictures. It doesn't matter. It could be two o'clock in the morning. I want to see that baby. <laughs> I've I've been a little reluctant to like spam the group chat too much with baby pictures. I'm just not sure like what's appropriate. Um, but yeah, he's he's great. He's he's a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, that's that's been a big part of my life uh, pre quarantine and also uh, into uh, now into like this very moment. So uh, yeah, that's that's a little bit about me. Um, trying to think what else. Truly, all group chats are their own animal, and you have to figure (laughs) out, like, is this a we-only-text-to-coordinate group chat, or is this a we-only-text-memes group chat, or is this a a place where I can send pictures of my pet, but not my baby, or my baby, but not my pet? So it's it's, it's very fraught. Yeah. Uh, I understand that uh, that pain. I I would say, like, like, this is planning chat. The one that we had before was just like a hot goss chat. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. There was a lot of mm-hmm. goss. Um, there's a lot of pets in this chat, too, though. So I, I do think baby pictures are probably uh, more more appropriate than I have uh, been uh, you know, willing to like share them so far. But I see them all lurking on my Instagram stories. So like I know they're seeing baby content. Right, 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 right. right. Um, <laughs> I got to get that fresh baby content. So like new mom, how how new of a mom were you before? Uh, as as we've learned, uh, I refer to our current situation as Miss Rona. And Ben, what's your terminology for Call the our core, current situation? Core. I got it from another podcast that also quotes other podcasts. So who knows where it actually comes from? But yeah, the core. Short for quarantine. So how 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 new of a mom were you before Corona? Corona. Um, so I had uh, my son December 9th. Um, so he was like, I guess once we we were actually planning like a trip for him to go meet my extended family, like my grandparents and my aunts and uncles um, up in Ohio. And that was like mid-March. He was going to be like three and three months and some change old, I guess, when we went on that trip. And uh, we ended up canceling it because of uh, COVID or or you know, the core or whatever. Um, <laughs> it was 
it was the very beginning of of all that. And I remember like a few weeks leading up to us going on that trip, we were kind of like, should we do this? <laughs> or, you know, we just didn't know exactly what we were going to do. Um, so, so yeah, I, two or so months uh, of of non-corona baby. Uh, and then the last five months have uh, been a, a socially isolated baby. Uh, right. Yep. Which is, which is hard because like, so many people when they have a baby it's like all they all they want to do is one spend 100% of their time with that baby and then also spend like a little a little bit of extra bonus time showing that baby to other people so that they can right. have 100% of their time with the baby yeah yeah and i think another like an, a thing that i'm a piece that i'm definitely missing is um like i don't have a lot of like close friends that have kids um or family members like my husband and I are both the first children in the family to have children ourselves. Um, so I had just started like reaching out to a few more distant, distant friends that, that have kids and we were like hanging out. Um, and I just think there's so much maybe like information or like mom lore that's passed on uh, in those like kind of hangout sessions that happen. Yeah. And uh those got cut off. I think I, I saw those girls like three times before uh, all this shit went down. So yeah. Yeah. Also, and like kids need other kids. They uh, spending time with other kids, get them oh, yeah. to develop things and learn things. They just can't learn from their parents. So I'll ask this, how is your daily routine changed now that we are in the time of the Rona? <laughs> um, well, so one thing that also happened right as uh, the like stay at home, order or whatever you want to call it, uh, went down in North Carolina, at least that was the week that I was returning back to work from maternity leave. Um, so it's just, I was like really looking forward to seeing adults again and, (laughs) um, and it, and now I'm working from home. So in a lot of ways, my routine hasn't really changed much since December. Um, but what I was kind of imagining it being was, you know, um, I'm wor- I was working or I am working part time. So, you know, getting like that 40 minute drive, you know, listening to podcasts by myself, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, going into the office and, you know, uh, being, you know, a person separate from uh, baby stuff and uh, and then returning home and still getting all the like lovely like cuddles and, and baby time that I'd be missing while I was at work. Um, so that's not exactly happening now, <laughs> obviously. Um, but uh, but overall, it's pretty good. I, I've, I like to think about the benefits of the whole like stay-at-home situation and working from home. I think I'm, I'm fortunate to get to work from home, obviously. Yeah. And, um, you know, I don't have to get up as early. I like snuggle with my son in, in bed in the morning with my husband. He gets to like crawl around and like play with us. And I would be in like such a big rush if I were actually driving, uh, yeah. you know, a long commute and, and, you know, so there's, there's some benefits. Um, but there, there's also, I'm also missing a bit of that, like, uh, you know, independence. Yeah. Separate time to kind of have my own thing. Yeah. Cause you're not going to be the kind of mom who loses her identity in her child. No, I've actually said a couple, and this sounds so terrible. I have like surprised myself by how fulfilling I'm finding parenthood. And that makes it sound like I like didn't want to be a parent in the first place or something. And that's that's not the case at all. But I am like a, a pretty independent 
like kind of person. Um, and and yeah, so I, I've been pleasantly surprised by just like how much uh, I don't even know how to describe it, but like how much I'm really like fulfilled by like the mundane tasks at times of taking care of a child. Um, and, uh, so it's, it's cool, but yeah, I, I was as part of my personality, I was definitely looking forward to like, uh, my professional self, you know, having like a full professional life. <laughs> like, uh, so Ben, just so you know how independent Meredith is, I think I'm getting this story correct. One of her first phases, uh, phrases in childhood was I do it myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think, I mean, that might be the case for a lot of kids, but that's, like, the thing my mom always tells me is I was, like, two and was, like, I'd do it myself, and I, like, wouldn't <laughs> let her help me with anything. I just, I picture this small little, like, Meredith also, and I, I, I don't know whether I think this is just, like, a big uh, adult thing, because I would never do it, but she, like, built a headboard and, like, I'll change all of the lights in my Yaris, like... Oh. I'm just always impressed with you. It was it's the spark plugs, but yes. <laughs> Lights, it, spark plugs, these are all the same to Jen. I have to put them. gas in it. I know that I have to get an oil change and sometimes change the wipers. That's the extent of my knowledge about cars. See, this lets me know you didn't watch the informational video series I sent the Lammermaids about changing the spark plugs. <laughs> no, I I did, but I didn't retain that knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> so uh outside of playing uh a, a real life version of a the sims but with only one small character uh <laughs> what are you doing to stay occupied during all the the stay at home and and you know you said you're working part-time so what's the what's filling the rest of your time yeah um I'm doing a lot of things that sound very similar to the spark plug situation um, <laughs> we have taken on a lot of uh projects kind of like around the house um my husband and i are like in our kind of like first house that we've ever owned we've been here just like a couple of years um so we like put up shade sails in the backyard and we've got a garden going and um i built a shelf in our laundry room i don't know those kind of things uh have have definitely been occupying my time yeah. and then i've been playing a lot of animal crossing uh <laughs> I know kids aren't supposed to get screen time at like seven months, but my kid has probably seen Animal Crossing. A lot. <laughs> um, I, I think I think most screen time rules have been uh, uh, temporarily put on hold. During, right, it doesn't during count. The time right now. Period. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't count. Yeah. Um, uh, no, you were talking about the projects though. Like that's that's been the same for us. I I have made so many trips to the park and have them like pull the the stuff out. Uh, uh, spot for home depot like my wife mm -hmm. will just be like oh we got to do this we gotta do that uh it's like because we're at the house so much um and and her even more than, than than me uh like every project can be done we are no longer paying for a yard service we're just gonna cut it we you know she got like electrical uh, electrical lawnmower and she's got her way that she wants it done she wants to do this you know we're gonna Remove the fence, apparently, which is going to happen, <laughs> uh, and, and replace it with a better fence. And we're going to do this, we're going to do that. And so, like, there's constantly, like, a contractor, you know, for, for outside work uh, coming in, or she's, like, 
uh, we replaced the mattress. Like, yeah, a lot of lot of project time. Yeah. Um, well, all those little just... things just can annoy you so much more quickly oh, yeah. when you're around them all the time. Oh, yeah. You're sitting there staring at things, and it's always easy to be like, ah, oh, not this weekend. I've got so much. I've got Janie's birthday. I've got blah, blah, blah. You have nothing else to fucking do. There's nothing. There's nothing. Like, I mean, yeah. how many? I think most of us have stopped baking bread. But <laughs> there's still like there are things that you can just like I've always wanted to read this book. I've always wanted to grow hibiscus. I bought another <laughs> hibiscus plant. Oh. oh. I've got I've got a problem. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's something I think I think that's the other thing uh, you were talking about uh uh Animal Crossing, which is basically the same thing, but oh, yeah. it's a video game. And so like I, I think the reason that that game came out like the perfect time, like they were already building it. But it's just like, oh, what's that? Everybody's going to be at home constantly thinking about think, uh, doing projects. Well, here's a game where you're just doing projects. Yep. <laughs> you're just yeah, picking it... plants to sell to AOC, apparently. <laughs> yeah, apparently she's been visiting people's islands. Uh, mm. Not mine Trading yet. And stuff. Yeah. Well, I guess you're going to have to have a more enticing AOC island for her. I have not played this game. I do not know what it is, but I understand. Yeah. It's... It's a, you are a person, everybody else is an animal person, kind of in a BoJack Horseman style, and uh, you are paying back a raccoon who owns the island uh, a pretty steep loan of bells (laughs) by doing things and collecting things. Yeah. I'm looking for the perfect pun between raccoon and racketeering. (laughs) What would that be? Raccoonering? Nope, that sounds like Tunisia. It doesn't work. Raccooniteering? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's somewhere. It's somewhere uh, in there. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Meredith, what would take your shelter in place to the next level? Like, what's the thing Ooh. that if you had, you could just totally shelter in style? That's a great question. Um, well, so this was one of the things my husband and I were, were spending a lot of time doing prior uh to like the quarantine uh we were pretty active for the past couple of years in the triangle like pinball uh tournament uh uh bracket or or whatever you want to call it uh there's a whole community around pinball and uh at the like barcades that have been really popular recently and yeah we were really really into pinball and obviously uh there are a lot of reasons why you can't just go out and play pinball even at like your buddy's house right now um so yeah having a couple pinball machines at our house would would be pretty incredible uh we actually rented one for like the first maybe four to six weeks of uh quarantine we're like this will get us through the whole thing (laughs) (laughs) oh Sweet, innocent. Simpler times. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so yeah, I mean like an Adam's Family pinball machine. Game of Thrones is a favorite of ours. I don't know if you're a pinball nerd and you're listening. uh, Oh, I I used to play the uh, the Terminator 2 one a lot. That was a a big one at the the, the places that I frequented that had a pinball machine. Yep. Yeah, that's Um, that's a pretty good one. Yeah. But yeah, Yeah. uh, some, some extra space would be nice. Like if our house could magically get maybe like 500 square foot bigger and some (laughs) of that would have pinball machines, maybe a kegerator. So we could just like enjoy a a craft beer and some pinball. That would be great. So you basically want to have the Baxter in your house. Yeah. 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 You just want want an indoor barcade in your home. Yeah. And like a small, I'm not asking for a lot, three machines, a couple (laughs) kegs. Well, in like two months, uh, your backyard will be lovely. 
right, right yeah. now it's it's balls an inf- hot yeah it's an inferno right now even the shade the shade things we put up only do so much uh in the 100 degree north carolina heat i i was having a really good time when i could take my dog to the dog park every day yeah. but it is 97 degrees that's yeah, no, i ugh. i think the dog wouldn't even like it's not enjoyable for any creature I think, no. at that point no, it's, a bad, uh, it's a bad temperature Oh, it's it's so it's so nasty. I so, I'm still I'm still uh, I'm still stuck on pinball because because <laughs> what what well, just what this just like made me realize is when is the how long will it be until we feel comfortable going into a dingy bar? Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm sure there are people who are already like, well, well, if you stop listening to the media, but like, it's but sheep. like really, like most people. <laughs> Like, when will they feel comfortable going into, like, a barcade where it's not only, like, a bar, but also you have to touch all yeah. the surfaces and, and uh, like, part of the appeal of the arcade is how gross it is. Yeah. And so if it's, like, if it's too sanitized, like, I don't want to, I want to play the Simpsons game with the sticky buttons that are sticky for reasons I don't know. I don't want to play it, you know, all <laughs> clean. That's not the game. Yeah. I mean, that's a great question. I don't know. My husband and I were talking about this earlier. I think I take a maybe slightly more optimistic uh, view on things where I'm like, well, there'll be a vaccine. People will like comply with like the social norm of like getting vaccinated. Uh, really? Which, you yeah, believe that? No, not really. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you want to believe it. That's I want the, to, I yeah. want to believe it. Um, yeah. And, and yeah. And even at that point, I, I don't know when, like, especially like having a small child, like, and there's this whole like, oh, kids aren't like as affected by like coronavirus or whatever. Yeah, but they also put their hand in their mouth nine All nine time. times an so hour. I yeah. read an article yesterday about how in England, like the kids are not giving it to the adults. Uh, they're in kindergarten and, and preschool and, and whatever you call it over there. And one of the reasons why they were thinking that was why children aren't carriers. And this is real medical. I, th- I can't remember who did it. But it was, oh, it's because they're so much shorter. They're not oh. giving it to the adults because they're oh, they're yeah. not at their same level, which is like, that's not how diseases work. Well, I <laughs> they guess, like can't I breathe in like, their faces. Yeah, they're not like accidentally breathing it into, but like kids sneeze without covering their mouth sneeze for like the first and, like, 12 years of their life. And, yeah. Yeah. I know that when I moved in with Adam and Atticus, I just stayed sick that first year mm-hmm. because kids are just walking petri dishes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Adorable I mean, petri dishes, but they're still gross. Yeah. And I mean, I I taught middle school for for eight years, um, yeah. and and yeah, it was yeah. You just you get really sick every once in a while, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. So so any, I guess I would feel really shitty as like a person and a parent if it was like oh yeah throw all caution to the wind and then like my kid's the one that ends up like being really affected by it or like transmits it to his grandparents that he's like seeing because they're also like quarantining or or whatever like we still see my parents pretty frequently um yeah and that but would also just be terrible like- Jamboree and the kids museum and all of oh, like yeah when are you gonna be yeah. able to take is him there I don't. Yeah, I mean, I was. He's just starting to like crawl around and stuff, and I think he would love to like crawl on those. Is it Jimbree that has all that like foamy plastic stuff that like yeah. they can like crawl and it's soft? It's and... the baby gymnasium. Yeah, that place. Like Which, that would be if they so had an fun. Adult 
If they had an adult gymnasium that was Jamboree that was just oversized version of that, I'd, I'd go to the gym. I'd go oh, to the gym daily. Yeah, that would yeah. be so fun. Foam I think balls? it'd be fun, but like the, if trampoline parks have taught us anything, it's that the older you get, the more confident you are that your cartilage is still good. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Or like the, you go to the trampoline park and it's like, oh, yeah, I'm getting the hour pass. And like five minutes in, it's like, what am I doing? Seven. Oh, I, I made it seven minutes at my nephew's <laughs> birthday party. And granted, I am fluffy with big old bar- body parts. And it was I, I was hurting for like two days after that. Um, yeah. So, you know. I, I I don't recommend it if you are fluffy like me. <laughs> yeah. No, I um uh I had a I had a segue and now all I'm thinking about is is <laughs> just it's just getting hit hit by yourself uh and <laughs> Oh, man. I feel like I've told this before, but when I played volleyball, I had to wear two sports bras. Have I told this story on here before? I don't think so. So I had to wear two sports bras, and I went to the state championships one year and didn't have one of my sports bras, so I just taped my tits. (laughs) And, like, every time I went to set uh, a spike or anything, you would hear this rip. And it (laughs) it was the masking tape on my boobies. Oh, that's too good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got enormous boobs. They're boulders that can smack you in the face and give you a black eye. She she warned you. She did. <laughs> she did. Uh, you're welcome. Yeah. No. So uh, uh, the moving on <laughs> to the next to the next question on our list. Uh, what is the what is the silver lining or unexpected upside that you've found uh, in in all of this? Um, you were kind of talking about it a little bit earlier about just like having more more time at home uh, with your son, but but I guess what else what else have you noticed that's been like a, a surprising positive in uh, in all the kind of danger and fear? Yeah, um, yeah, I guess. I guess like at this time in our lives, like with a small baby, we'd probably be at home a lot anyways. So there is, there's not a whole lot of like FOMO, you know, happening um, because there is nothing really to miss out on um, at this point. So I guess that's kind of an unexpected positive. Um, Gosh, the, I mean, the, the time at home stuff is definitely true, even though it sounds like uh, maybe like kind of cheesy. No, um, it's honest. Yeah. But yeah, but that's that's definitely Yeah, definitely and even true. the stuff you're talking about like like not missing out uh not not feeling like you're missing out as much as you would. Um yeah. like I felt that same way, you know, early on when we first started the podcast, I was in Alaska uh, uh quarantining in a hotel. Oh gosh. And I was like but but it was also like the perfect time to be stuck in a hotel because everybody else was just stuck in their house. So, you know, it, I I wasn't like missing out on a cool party. I was just like right. also invited four hours earlier on a t- you know four time zones away yeah. to the same house party over Zoom. Yeah, um, that is kind of nice where like you can be included more even if you're you're at home. Yeah, I would say like we have um kind of like an ongoing like in that same vein of things. I guess we have an ongoing like weekly meet up with a group of friends where we would usually like hang out on Sundays and like cook together or like watch it was often like around football so like watch football together um and now it's become uh, a zoom like a uh, quiplash kind of thing and uh we've been able to invite friends that have moved away 
Um, so that's been kind of cool to like, now it's pretty regular to see like this friend that's up in Buffalo, some friends in Florida. And we would usually like kind of, we might like text with them or something, but they wouldn't usually be part of like a big gathering like that. Um, and even though it's not face to face, it still seems like, I don't know, such a good way to like keep in touch right now. Um, I would say if anything, like I'm spending more time with my friends that are further away than my friends that are local. because. Every no one's doing anything, right? Yeah, yeah, and we've been very fortunate to have like a social distance outside hang once or twice, which has been great. Yeah, um, hopefully, those will continue, uh, when the weather is not Satan's asshole. Yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's been so hot, and yeah, I think like just walking around our neighborhood and stuff more often has been cool. I don't know if I have any like super profound things that have been great, like I've been trying to stay positive and not feel like I'm you know missing out on like oh, coffee shop with the baby or like things with mom friends. Um, you know, I guess I've tried to like think that those are things that are just gonna happen in a different a part of my son's life or uh you know it i've tried to keep it more like uh this is a temporary uh yeah. situation which is uh, it's hard to keep that in mind some days that's for sure um but oh well, we're over- in this weird spot where it's like a few months ago yeah this is temporary it'll be over in a few months i think now that we've we've skipped over that phase and we've just kind of accepted oh this is a year yeah at least and yeah. i think next year at this time if we're still i don't know when this is over um i think the next step is is when there's a vaccine who will actually take it yeah yeah well and it's just like almost like we're we can all adapt you know to Mm -hmm. certain situations um and it hasn't been ideal like we've seen our our um like improv community here adapt to things and you know you just it's like you try new creative uh solutions and uh, you know, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And, <laughs> you know, what else can you do but try? Yeah. And I mean, this is, it's so white privilege or it's so just privilege in general that like, oh, we've got to stay at home with the internet and all yeah. of the movies and any book and anything you want delivered to your door yep. within yep. reason. Where like our grandparents, oh, they actually had to like go work in factories and, People were in the war dying for years. Like, this isn't that bad, yeah. but it's still enough to be like, I don't like it. <laughs> I can't go to Cabo for a spring break. <laughs> I'll never get a Dolce de Leche at the drive through <laughs> with my girlfriends on the way to the beach. Uh, I do have to say, I think the fact that I'm like not in a, like a dating kind of situation makes this oh, a lot easier, yeah. too. Yeah, it goes back to the projects thing. Like the fact that the fact that you're, like, like the fact you you own your house, or or, or, or you know uh, paying for your house and can can work on it. The fact that you like in the in the same way are like in a long term relationship and can like like okay, look, we're not going to have an influx of new options. This is this has to this has to work <laughs> here and now. Uh, I mean. We should all be really thankful that we are in a relationship with people not only that we love but we genuinely like. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz yeah. all of us know at least one couple that just ain't going to make it. Yeah. <laughs> no this yeah. I mean 
like John and I were kind of homebodies anyways, uh, in, in some respects. And so like parts of this have definitely been hard, like, and we have like needed our space from each other, but not in any kind of way where it's like, I can't live with you or like, (laughs) you're here all the time. Ah." Uh, yeah. Yeah. Thank goodness. (laughs) I'm, I'm so thankful. Like I tell this to my husband all the time that like, I'm just, I got really lucky. Uh, he did too, but I yeah. got really lucky. <laughs> so Meredith, we were coming to the end of our podcast. Before we let you go, I wanted to find out if there's anything that you would like for our audience to know, like any podcast they should check out or uh, if they wanted to see you or see the those cute pictures of your baby <laughs> riding a vintage uh, rocking horse. Like where oh, can yeah. they find these things if you want to be found? <laughs> Um, let's see. So, uh, I guess like, uh, if there's any other people who are, are new moms and are maybe not so like, uh, soft and mushy about things, but are like, uh, love some sarcasm and some realness, um, a podcast that I love, uh, that's a uh, max fun network podcast uh, is called one bad mother. Oh would, yeah. It's a great pod. Yeah. I, I love it. I would definitely recommend that. You're doing um, great. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> You're doing a great job too, Ben. Um, and let's i love that ben listens to mom podcasts you're the best dad ever oh Oh it's a solid podcast it's it's actually like any parent of any gender or orientation or whatever it's just great um it's very real um and let's see uh i have my instagram and stuff locked down because i do have like a small child so unfortunately you can't see i'm riding a pony unless i actually know you (laughs) but um uh so yeah i think you is can there find a podcast on you're on occasionally you want to promote sure yeah that's a great idea so occasionally i am on when this show is running in season um i am on the uh westworld pod um and let me make sure i'm getting that right uh, i think it's just the westworld pod um with with craig carter and uh we break down each episode of westworld uh a great great tv series uh another thing we try and be like kind of real about whether we kind of like what's going on or not um but that's an hbo series and uh yeah you can also find me uh on the land mermaids like facebook or instagram and uh hopefully we'll be doing some shows again soon my my husband is a competent partner and will be taking (laughs) care of my child well i can go out and do stuff like that um so, we'll be um, doing one very soon on a Thursday night. Awesome. I don't know when this is going to come out, but maybe by then. Yeah, maybe by then. <laughs> All right. Well, on that uh, positive but open-ended note, uh, the the last thing that we do is uh, we ask our guests to join us in asking everybody at home, wash your damn hands, y'all. Oh, wash yeah. your damn hands, wash y'all. Wash your damn hands. Yeah. Or <laughs> Thank you so very much. I love you both and our audience listening. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye, you guys. Bye-bye.